I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I lost you in a dream and that dream came true <laughs> Marianne tell me every little thing that you're gonna do I love he looks down there's got to be something I can do stop singing I just can't stop thinking about you I just can't stop thinking about you. Just can't stop thinking about you, James. Um, Lovely. That's niche. If anyone gets that, I'll be, I'll be surprised. Yeah. Last week, very good. Lots of people that was reco- singing. Lo- lots of people recognising right. good singing, but also good music. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. A few people got that last week. They did. And for uh, those of you watching for the first time, can you guess what the fuck that was? Yeah. And if you do, big prop. Good luck to you. Big more, props. More importantly. Oh yeah. It's the big one. Hello, how can I help you? White Teeth's back. Is he really? He's fucking back. Is he back? He's back, boy. Jeez! By popular demand. If they wanted him, yeah. If you got him. If this is the first time watching or listening to One for the Weekend podcast, um, all will be revealed. Indeed. Yeah. Absolutely. Just say, one of the greatest literary pieces I've ever read yep. will be revealed Absolutely. later in the podcast. We've got him. He got in touch. I'm buzzing. And I've read it. Flav's not read it. I was nearly crying. You nearly cried? I nearly cried. Genuinely? I nearly cried. At, at the, so, yeah, it's amazing. You, you, you nearly... I was on the train and I nearly started crying. No! Hey, How so can this good. be? So See, what's good. amazing about this is this is from a segment of the podcast called Soldiers Lost in Battle where people generally talk about how they've missed a very momentous moment in, their, in the history of their football club because of outside powers, powers that, 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 that prevented them. And usually what we got was, oh, my, yeah. my girlfriend made me go shopping so I missed Liverpool winning in Istanbul. That, that kind of thing, which yeah. is, you know, fine. Yeah the, yeah, the car broke down. Yeah. 
The story of white teeth <laughs> is something else entirely. We'll give a little recap before going into yeah, that story. Yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know the backstory uh, in full, we'll put uh, we'll put a couple of links to those podcasts in the uh, in description. the description. Yeah. Um, so much to talk about. Uh, Liverpool versus Chelsea this weekend. We're going to be talking about that game. The, the top four is it sewn up? Isn't it sewn up? I, mean, I don't know, Flav. We'll talk about that. We will. Yeah, we'll talk about the Harry Kane saga. I've got a new bit. Harry Kane saga. Called Initial Reactions. It's a saga, is it? It is a saga, mate. It's kicking off. People are getting very angry about it. Are they? Gerard to Rangers. Could it be? Yeah. And we'll chat about the relegation situation, because uh, that's exciting as well. Right. Last game for the championship uh, as and well. It- and then all your favourite bits. We've got trivia. We've got uh, Sunday League Nightmares. We've got... Well, so we've got Soldier Lost in Battle, of course. There's a new story. bit as well. Uh, initial reactions. You got a new, a new bit. bit. Yeah, it's I have no idea reactions. what this means. I can guess. I can guess. Um, are we, we going to mention last night at all, or, or you know, th- this week? We've... I think we should. I think we should. Yeah, because sure. I tell you what, let's. Is this is a nice segue for it? Room sixty nine. Oh, yeah. Hijack it this week, Flav. Normally, this is one for you where you, you know, put someone into room sixty nine where they need to disappear from football. Yeah, to save everyone from save them. everyone. Yeah, because uh, pre- they ain't going willingly. Exactly. Previous. Um, People just just milling around in that room currently. Yeah. Oh, David Moyes. Yeah, Alan Pardew. Alan Pardew. Uh, Lambert went in there. Yeah, Paul despite, Lambert. Despite three weeks earlier, you're going, this guy could do something. No, he's in there now. He's in there now. He's gone. Yeah. Um, uh, some people call him for Paul Merson. He's not in there yet. Paul Merson? Yeah. What's he done? He's, just, he's stupid, isn't he? Whoa. He is. I mean, he's, he knows his value. <laughs> he understands what his, his thing is. You can't blame a man for earning a crust being himself. You know, what, yeah, what we, what, just, we want you want fake people on Sky Sports. No, I just want to see a better version. I don't. I want to see more like Paul Merson. Well, and that's why he's still got a career. People like you wanting to watch him. <laughs> um, room sixty-nine for me. I'm hijacking. Pochettino, off you go, young man. Or what old are you, man. What whatever. are you talking about? Pochettino has to go. It's not working. The soy milk has turned sour. Go on, Pochi. What, what, explain. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why, and this links into Liverpool uh, quite nicely. Liverpool, yeah, Champions League final, yes, in a final. What season? Ah, what a season what for a them? Season. They've got to be delighted with that. Moving forward as a club, not stagnating, right? <laughs> Arsenal. I mean, we're recording this before the game, but possibly in a final. Right. If they are in the final, I guess you'll know that now. Incredible stuff. Yeah. Wenger, look, he's on his way out anyway as well, and it's the right time for him to go Man City won the league one of the greatest teams of all time mm. with the amount of points they've got Chelsea are in a cup final Yeah, Man United are in a cup final <laughs> Summit's not working at Spurs you're going backwards he's got to go and he can be as quiet and as nice and as oh he's doing things the right way developing these players it's not working and he's got to go. this season, and he's gone he's this season can end this season can end with Liverpool finishing fifth and not in Champions League next year. And Spurs could be above them. If we win all our games, we finish above Liverpool in the league. In terms of consistency and a true barometer of quality, over a league season, whoever finishes... You know, the league table don't lie. The league table don't lie. That's true. I've made my decision. Um, <laughs> Pochettino has disappeared from football. But I'm, like, I'm the god of Room 69. I'm not, well, this isn't... Well, I, they are puppets. Yeah. Me. Who are the puppets? What are these people that you're putting into the, this room? Six or seven just milling around. The six or seven very average con- contributors to football magic. Do you know what? Room sixty nine. The, the chat in there. Oh, God. <laughs> the chat in there. So boring. Dead. David Moyes. We <laughs> forgot. That's, imagine a conversation between David Moyes, Alan Pardew, and Paul Lambert. Yeah. David Moyes. I reckon he's like he get he'll have a backpack with him and he, 
it just it'll get out some snacks and people go oh god I'm starving I've been yeah. eating for ages because I'm, I'm in a fi- What's a, he got? I'm in a fictional room yeah. Dad goes do you want a rye vita no <laughs> no no he's got cucumber sandwiches without marge really that's what he's got just dry white bread I think rye vita's better cucumber. dry so dry but nothing on it no condiment no, just no, rye vita do you want a rye vita that's, see that a rye vita that's David Moyes' career in a nutshell <laughs> You know they're very popular. Lots of people eat them. Mm. You know, they, and at times they, you think they're good for you. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's so it ain't worth it. Uh, Liverpool last night, uh, as we're recording this now, are in the Champions League final. Gone to Kiev. Yeah. It was a bit. It was nervy. I, I mean, don't know if you're looking for it because you're going. You know, you're going. Oh, they need all these goals. But I, I thought Liverpool, uh, Roma got into a lot of really strong positions, and uh, the difference between the two was that. Yeah, it was the quality of the front three. Yes, um, I, I think that it was... The, the, the thing about a two-legged a tie is that it isn't based on one game, obviously. It's... There you go, there's a bit... Yeah. Paul Merson... Megan <laughs> What I'm saying is the, the, the fact that they lost 4-2 last night doesn't... It isn't a bad result. You know, yeah. it's not... It isn't looking... You won't look at that and go, well, they've got no chance against Real Madrid because they've been beaten by Roma. It, it doesn't work. It's about psychology. I do love the psychology of the second leg. Yes, it's fascinating. And how, like, you're like... They've lost 4-2. Yeah. They are buzzing. <laughs> it's class, isn't it? Yeah. Roma won 4-2. And it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. They... Uh, poor old um, Alexander-Arnold on the, on the right got a, a, a shoo-in. He had a ball game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, he's a young player and you can't expect these things are going to happen. It's part of his growth and understanding the game and what he needs to do to make sure that doesn't happen. You know, it's part, it's important. It's like a boxer who gets battered in his early fights. He learned from it. Um, as a club, as, as, yeah, as a club, I think the way that they play, I think that game was so alien to them because in the first half, there was kind of, they were sort of steady straight away. And, and it was like, right, there you go, Rome, off you go, give it a go. Yeah. And then, but like they have in previous games, they kind of had a not, a, not a bad first 10 minutes, but not dominating that first 10 minutes. And then the second 15 minutes, they've then Come kind of the got run. themselves, yeah, got themselves right and played on the front foot. But then when it got to the second half, I think they were just, they weren't playing on the front foot, which doesn't, they're not used to that. So someone like Alexander Arnold is used to just going, totally going for it. When you've got something to protect, it's t- it's tough not but to you, be a bit nervous. You have to protect a f- free goal or a four goal at one point. Yeah, yeah. You have to protect that. that. I mean, that's when you protect your lead. You know, if if if, if Liverpool are going gung ho and they've got a four goal um, deficit, a four goal advantage lead, yeah. to, to to defend against, that's crazy. So Klopp did the right thing, I think, but it nearly turned turned out to be a terrible thing because it's a couple of referee decisions going yeah. towards Roma would have meant that that was much more nervy as it turned out despite it being quite a one-sided performance in the, in the second half towards Roma um, they were never really in danger and even when that penalty went in the last minute you knew that the ref would blow pretty much straight away and, and again that's, that's the great thing about football is that like, weirdly you knew Roma would have all the ball and would dominate that half and it's if Liverpool, Liverpool could deal with it it was like almost 22 players had just gone right this is, the, this is how it works well, what's interesting? It what's interesting, Jim, is that what, 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 this sets up a brilliant final. The Champions League this year has been incredible. Yeah, it's it's been absolutely fascinating. Some great games, reverse score lines. Barcelona, you know, taking a free goal lead into 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 Rome, the Olympico Stadium, and and Roma turning them around. It's been fantastic stuff, and this this tie was up there with, you know, the best of them, both sides. Both games. Um, but what does this show you about the final? This could because Real Madrid can't redefend. 
that There'll way. be at least four goals in that final. I mean... At least four. If, if that isn't, like, 4-3... You know, you're expecting that, which is going to be incredible because you look at Liverpool's defence, Carrius and um, uh, Lovren, if he plays up against Isco, Essential, Ronaldo, Benzema, Benzema, you know, the, uh, Gareth Bale. <laughs> you know, you, you can't negate that attacking threat. Liverpool have to go out and, and go for the jugular. And I've seen I've seen Tottenham do it this year, and we and we we beat them at it convincingly. Yeah. Didn't really have a, a sniff, so it's definitely within Liverpool's hands to win this game, and I genuinely think that they will. Yeah, I said I've said it for weeks that like Real Madrid is not even in the semi final. That wouldn't have been a bad draw for them because I just think I think their style is too much for for Real Madrid. I don't mean I can handle. I just it. think they can't like, control it. Over 180 minutes, it would have been difficult for Liverpool to close out Real Madrid as they found with Roma. You know, Maybe. they conceded six goals over two legs, but. Uh, it, I'd rather them if I was a Liverpool fan I'd rather have Real Madrid in one off tie than have to deal with them yeah, over two legs um, we were chatting about in the office um, a few salty people yourself included <laughs> and uh, Craig Chelsea fan yeah. not really happy about it Sam Man United fan yeah. very salty as well yeah. and you're talking about how unbearable it would be if they win it yeah that seems unfair why? Why would they be unbearable? Why is the, what do you mean? You know what Liverpool fans are like. They, but aren't all fans like that? They, Liverpool, I think you said this actually. So you're throwing me under the bus. I think you said the problem with Liverpool fans is when they talk about winning a game. It's like that's they, not me. That was Craig. No, oh, right. no, 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 no way. Craig, Craig said this is a good point. There's a couple of things. Like, we're we're Liverpool Football Club. We've done it. You like you haven't. Your team's done it. You supported them all well and good. And you know what? They to be fair, they did have a role because the atmosphere they created at Anfield was like nothing I've seen in, in English football. Um, just you know, they're just so vocal with their pride of their team, and that's the way you should be. But it is irritating. You know, ninety eight percent of English football fans are desperate for them to get beat in the final. Do you think? Yeah. Show me. What well, you're not one of these guys because they're. I have English no at- problem with them winning it. I've no, I've no problem with them winning. I'd rather they won it than Real Madrid. Totally. No way. Totally. No. You've got, you've got English people in that team. You've got Real Madrid who won it like, what was it last three For, times? Forza Madrid. Yeah. Exactly. Forza Madrid. Like Sergio Ramos doesn't doesn't need any good things happening to him. Full stop. No, I agree. Let alone, I agree. I agree. Let alone trophies. Yeah, they have a deplor. I mean, Liverpool don't. They have quite likable players. You know, I. There's no one in that team. They've got rid of Gerard, who was intensely disliked. Not like Gerard. No, I didn't know who liked him. What it. player, though? Great player, incredible. Uh, Carragher, a bit of a, on the pitch, certainly just a bit irritating. You know, Suarez. They were a very kind of antagonist football club for a little while, but now they've got a very likable team. You can't look at any of their players and think I hate you, and I certainly do feel that about Ramos. You know, you look at him, you think you're a scumbag, a yeah. proper scumbag. Ronaldo, scumbag. Yeah. You know, but all that said. Still want them to win. Interesting. Uh, let us know in the comments below who would you rather wa- win? Tell us who you support and who you'd rather <laughs> win got, the Champions League well, final. I would say about 70% of our subscribers are Liverpool fans. So Don't you think that's really sad? That, what? Uh, so if, if you're an English fan, if you're an English fan that you can't support that team. No, it's the nature of, of, of rivalry. Look, we're not in a, this isn't all club together and, and, and support an English club because they're in Europe. They're our rivals. That strengthens them. European uh, Club European Champions, again, strengthens Liverpool Club, continues... Oh, I've just done it myself. See, it's, this is what's happening. <laughs> strengthens Liverpool and, 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 and means that they can go out and attract better players, which makes it harder for Spurs. Why would I want that? 
the same in all countries as well. Do you think Juventus fans want environmental enough? Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Your problem, Jim, is because you're a championship football club. Do you know what my problem is? Uh, my problem is is that I think like growing up there wasn't you know there wasn't Twitter and all that stuff. So the only annoying fans I was around yeah. were Chelsea fans yeah. or Arsenal and Man United fans, and even those two I was I was kind of okay with it. It was just and my dad totally brainwashed me <laughs> yeah. uh, Chelsea. So for Chelsea, but with Liverpool, position. Liverpool was like just up there. That I didn't really know many Liverpool fans, and so I've got no. I don't feel agitated by them. But I think I think now, with Twitter and everything else, every, the smugness of everyone and the saltiness of everyone is is there my, for all to my, see. In recent the times, people can't get beyond it. In, in rec- I understand? Yeah, in recent times, it's about a couple of fans that I know who are not 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 Redmen. Just made it clear, <laughs> Redmen have not contributed to my hatred of, of Liverpool Football Club. <laughs> Fucking that again! <laughs> Bollocks! Liverpool this is, this, 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 this is like getting to your psyche. Make you up part of who you are. Um, it, it, there's a couple I know on WhatsApp groups are, who are unbearable. And if you talk to them about anything else other than football, they're sound lads. The minute they talk about Liverpool, I want to f- break my phone in half. Okay. Anyway, look, you know, it's, um, there's something in the fact that English football has returned to the fore as a major force in European football. For since the kind of time, you know, when would it have been? 2009? Yeah, 2005 yeah, to 2008, nine, that's, they were we were dominant. Yeah, and I quite like that. I like that. But um, not as much as I'd, I'd like Ramage to be. Okay. Um, just briefly, let's talk about Gerard. Good yeah. move, bad move? For, interesting move? To Rangers? Yeah. Uh, interesting, very interesting. Um, seems a massive job to start your career. I mean, I know we dis- dismiss Scottish football and say, you know, it's, it isn't the level of, of um, you know, what we've got in England. There isn't, you don't have to manage... totally irrelevant. It's, it, I don't, don't think it is irrelevant. Why? Um, why, is it not, why is it not irrelevant? Winning football games is winning football games. Well, I, I think it's difficult. Look, my point is, is yeah. that... My point is, is that he's taken over a huge pressure club in Rangers who are desperate in the scenario is that they're desperate to stop Celtic from getting 10 in a row now that's fine and if he does it he will be a legend forever if he manages to turn it round and he's at the advantageous position that he's coming in when Murty was so bad just got pumped 5-0 by by Celtic came out in the press and didn't cover himself in glory at all said the wrong things and you know, Gerard, if he goes there, is um, he's coming in with he can only go upwards, but he has zero experience, and I feel like you need some for a job of that magnitude. But and there always is a but. Gattuso has, has done an incredible work, uh, work at AC Milan, mm. and I he's never managed before. So. I, I think if you're Gerard, I don't. I think there is there isn't a better job for him because it is. It probably is a, is slightly easier because you're going to have you're going to attract the best players that are willing to come to Scotland. Uh, he's got a direct link to Liverpool where he can bring in these kids that he knows. He knows which ones are the best ones, and those players. But if you look at the SBL and compare it to say the Championship, time and again in the Championship, the teams that bring in quality Premier League players on loan, mm. those teams 
doing incredible stuff like Casey Palmer for Huddersfield last year I think Fraser Campbell a few years ago there's like there's so many stories of that so he can take that Rangers side without a huge amount of money mm. from there to there by bringing in those players yeah you look at you, there are some good players in, in that Liverpool you set up as well you think, yeah. you think of um, uh, Ben Woodburn yeah he's uh, just made his debut for Wales you know it'd be uh, interesting to see if I think if, they might even have to go lower than that I think Woodburn was involved with um, it's involved with Liverpool you know but in, in and around the first team you'd benefit massively from a season in Scotland like, he'd rip it up up there yeah I think what, I think, and that's it I think that's that. it's a good place for Liverpool to send players yeah. but, and forget Liverpool he knows everyone yeah so he'd be able to get these other players and I think Rangers is a Rangers or Celtic is a great place for for young players to go because you can see if they can handle the pressure or not yeah. because it, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a bubble up yes yeah, so it's a level that they'll be comfortable with but there's a pressure environment that, that, that forces them to perform and it's whether or not they can stand up and do that but someone like Ben Woodburn would have a field day up there I think yeah I just think it's, I think it's perfect for him I think he's where, he, where he's better than probably other managers who've got more experience is the fact that he knows what it's like to deal with that pressure and he knows which players have got it in them to deal with that pressure and so I think it would be quite ruthless in that fact and if he brings Gary McAllister along as well yeah. I think that would be good for him um, Liverpool-Chelsea let's get back to this the top that, four thing you, you noticed anything about me Jim? you noticed anything about me? I have what? new tattoo? no ah uh, do you notice anything about me? I have man what's that? you're looking fairly large I've got... He's getting... Because <laughs> I thought it was just me. Mm. Quite big. Do you know what I mean? I feel... Have you been... I went have to... you been working out? Yeah. Yeah. A what? gym. I went to the gym, gym this morning. This morning? Yeah. Threw some, some iron about. Yeah, just hoying iron about. Yeah, hoying it from wall to wall. <laughs> lobbing it about. I was lobbing what iron of, about. What sort of... Um, I hate this, by the way. I hate um, gym chat. Yeah. You've been, were, you, were you... What, was it cardio? If, was it, were you basing it on cardio? You were working bit, traps? Bit of cardio. Bit of cardio. Bit of, Squats, bit of, bit of weightlifting. I Working don't know if you can out. catch this on camera. Go, go lower. Yeah, I can't quite touch no, my no. my hips because my, uh, ah no, I can't <laughs> because I've just put too much bulk on. I bolt up too much. Yeah, so I, I'm like one of them because you're getting big. Yeah, I'm getting big, uh, and, and what I need is I need someone to rein me in a little bit. Right, because I don't want to get too big. Because you know what they, they they ain't a good look. You're not after that. What what I'm after? You want to be? Do you know you could be? Have you seen five, an ASOS model? Have you? She got the tattoo. Do you think? Get one on your neck. Yeah. Go. Or I could be one of these new mumble rappers on YouTube. Get a couple of tattoos on my face. Dye my hair pink. If you had to get a tattoo on your face, what would you get? I'd get a meringue. <laughs> Go on. No, no. I don't have to explain it. They don't explain it. <laughs> yeah. I get a meringue on my face and pink hair. Um, yeah, I so I'm just I saying, I'm just letting everyone know that, you know, as you check in with us, and if you are watching, please check in, let us know you're okay in the comments below. Uh, I'm checking in and letting you know, but I'm getting healthy. I'm going to get, it's Project Get Sexy. Yeah. Yeah. What for? For the missus. The missus, lovely. Yeah. That's great. Uh, right, before let's we'll talk about Liverpool Chelsea in just a second because we've had a bit of Liverpool. Let's have a little break. Yeah. Let's head over to uh, f- to some uh, fan league trivia. Okay, I should say, of course, fan league. There is these guys. There is no one for the weekend without these guys. They've been supporting us from day dot. Well, start of season. Yeah, that, that what, start of the, the one, yeah, one for the weekend. That'll be a fair point. So from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, fan league. What you do is yeah, tell them. Oh, right, you want me to tell them? <laughs> 
He gets nervous. Uh, right, so yeah, one for the um, one for the weekend's got its own league in Fan League. Fan League is a predictor app where you can win big cash, big cash, cash big prize, big cash, CPMs, cash prize monies. Yeah. yeah. So there's a link in the description. Click on that. We've got a one for the weekend league. Uh, join. Uh, get the app. Add me as a friend. James Alcott. A double L C O double T. Add Flav as well. What are you on? Are you as Flav Bateman, or is it your actual name? Just Flav, I think. All oh, right. Uh, and because uh, he gets credits, you get free credits to play. Yeah. And if you can predict uh, the 13 games, then there is money to be made. Big money, big money. But also, if you get 12 or 11, you also get money. That's true. So, so yeah, support the podcast and uh, download the app and, and get it. costs content. 20p to play. So, if you like money, then go and do it. If you don't like money, then you know, don't worry about it. That's true. Let's talk trivia. Lot the doping scandal uh, has gripped the world, I would say. What, I last think that's week? a fair statement. Uh, well, not last week, but over the last couple of weeks. Okay. Um, last week we asked you this question: Which six goalkeepers have worn Manchester United's number one shirt in the Premier League era? All right. And are you okay? Because last week you got got a bit upset. Did I? You upset about the doping, mate? I'm fine. I'm over it now. I'm, if people want to cheat, they can cheat. Not on. You're not doping, are you? Cause I, I have noticed that you're getting pretty big. Is that purely natural? I mean, it doesn't matter. You get the result how you get your result. <laughs> Is right. it different? Well, hang yeah. on. Shouldn't you have the same moral standards that we do with trivia? People can't Google. That's doping. Yes. You shouldn't be doping. Okay, I'll stop. In terms of getting big. <laughs> didn't, didn't want to play it on the board. Right, uh, okay. <laughs> People got it right. Luke Bora, well done. Uh, he well, what's it. the answer? I'm going to tell you the bloody answer. Of course I am. Come on, then. Um, Luke Bora, well done. Luke Bora, well done, mate. Uh, T. Dyer Westfield... Also got it right, well but there's some controversy with him. Yeah. And John, Jonathan Abel, also some controversy with him. Really? Why? So, Why? Luke Bora, simple answer, no messing about, clearly no doping. He's gone Schmeichel, Bosnich, Bartes, Howard, Van der Sar, and De Gea. No Roy Carroll? No Roy Carroll. Was he 13? He was 13. As was uh, Raymond Van der Howe. Do you remember him? Yes, I do. Um, and Gary Walsh, who was awful. Um... <laughs> Uh, T. Dye West, uh, Westfield said this Schmeichel Bosnich Bartes Van Sar, Romero and Howard so you're wrong already and then he said I kind of hope I'm wrong because I'm using a cream for dermatitis that has steroids in it Okay. so I'd fail a drugs test even though I'm clean so don't worry you got it wrong so you're fine yeah yeah that's fine that's fine however okay. Jonathan Abel oh god he already stinks of it doesn't he <laughs> you can, I, I don't even know what he said but he stinks of dope. Mm. I'm a Liverpool fan. Right, that's good. That's fine. And, I won't <laughs> hold that. Right, no, 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 no. And wasn't even born when the Premier League started, so I have no right knowing this. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, I definitely doped. Peter Schmeichel, Bosnich, Fabian Bartes, Tim yeah. Howard, Edwin Van Sar, De Gea. And Flav, mm. I live in Malaysia. Come over and we can settle this. I'll even fetch you from the airport. Um, it's quite a long way to go for a fist fight. And I can have any. Um, Do you care about this podcast or not? That's a good point. How much does it cost to fly to Malaysia? I don't know. I'm not paying. So the reason why I know that this guy is a cheat is admit it. Is 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 admitted it? But what he's doing is doing a bluffing, and he's doing a double bluff. Yeah. He's saying, "Well, I have cheated." So therefore, you know, it, it's almost like saying, "Well, if he's saying he's cheated, has he really cheated?" I mean, he, he wouldn't say that if he had cheated, so he hasn't cheated, and that's why he's saying it. True. But I'm onto him. You've seen straight for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm onto him, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna tear him apart, yeah. little nim. I'm gonna go to Malaysia. I'll pick him up. Pick me up in in, in your car. We'll find a nice, quiet, quiet place, and we'll. So what you should do? You should we'll, double bluff him. We'll sit up. 
Double bill of fame, you go, oh, hello, mate. Oh, no, oh, mate, he's bantering. She's good to see you. Yeah. Should we get some food? Yeah, we get some food. Oh, and then, oh this is so tasty. And I'll give him a cute VR smile. Give him a cute VR smile. Put his trousers down, smack him on the arse, and don't do it again. And yeah, you naughty boy. Naughty. And then get back on a plane. And go, then go, could you just take me back to the airport? Yeah, because <laughs> I'm in what hour? I have no or, idea. I have no idea about Major Hall. Still to come on the podcast, Birds and that, yeah. Really excited about the update with Adam. I know. Um, he's been beavering away yeah. uh, on Bumble. <laughs> so we'll see uh, what's been happening there. If do you know? I, I, I've heard like uh, I've heard. I've been on forum Bumble forums because I need to figure out what it is. So you know, I, I don't need it. I don't need it. Obviously, no. I'm, I'm in a very healthy, loving relationship, and I have been for nearly four years. Incredible. Um, but Adam, they've got this thing on on the Bumble forums where women talk about men that they've met who aren't all that. You know, who, who maybe look couple of catfish. And Adam's known right. in the Bumble scene as the bastard of Bumble. Bastard of Bumble. Yeah. Why? Avoid this guy. Because he's like he's like a unicorn. He's got it all, but he just won't commit. Yeah, he ghosted. Ghost. I don't know if unicorns do that. They won't commit. <laughs> <Unicorn> <laughs> won't commit. Will not commit. Unicorns, unicorns have famously struggle with commitment. Commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no one really believes in them, really. And, and as such, they don't believe in themselves. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they don't, they've got trust issues. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> they're like, I'm sitting here. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a in, in a bar. I'm just in chilling. A, no, I'm in an enchanted forest. I'm sitting there and I'm beautiful. I've got this massive horn sticking out of my head, and I can. No, I was thinking about Pegasus. They are. They are. They aren't real. Yeah. You, you know, because they're sitting there. Why well, no, no one believes me? I'm right here. Mm. And the problem with enchanted forest is, although he'll be on his phone and be able to get two people that way, yeah. the footfall through an enchanted forest is not high. No, it's so, minimal. So unicorns. People don't believe in it because they're not really passing through. Going, oh, there's a unicorn. Yeah. Going back. So then, when it's online, yeah. they're going. Mm. Yeah. And that just sets the tone for or, dating. Or, or maybe it's they're looking at him, they're looking at him, they're looking at him, they look at him, they match, they match, they look at him, they go, That's a unicorn. That's Photoshop. No one can look that good. Yeah, that's just a horse with a horn on Adam it. is a unicorn. That's <laughs> the problem. All right. Good segue, I like that. Um, Into what? No, I just thought it was a nice little. Took a, took a right there, down Unicorn Street. We should come back. <laughs> on to trivia. <laughs> uh, which five players have scored Premier League hat tricks for different clubs? Now, we asked this in the office. And uh, people still haven't got all the answers. I thought we got them all. No. Mate, very difficult question, this one. If anyone gets this... I'll tell you what. Try and Google this. I don't think you'll get it. Okay, so you're allowing people to... Use, it's, it's, like, it's like being in the maths exam and you're allowed to use a calculator. Calculator. You're allowed to cal- Google right. calculator this week. All right. Five players who scored Premier League hat-tricks for three different clubs. Let us know in the comments below. Yep. And uh, we will uh, give you a shout-out. Luke Bora, well done, mate. This week for getting it right. Congratulations. Um, last week we played Scareball. Um, Five players who. Oh, yeah, we played a game of Scareball. Of Scareball, Go yeah. That <laughs> tricks for. He's just Googling it for those listening on the podcast. Premier League clubs. Hang on, hang on. how many hat tricks? Yeah, how many hat tricks? Maybe, like, maybe do it after. Alright, how many hat tricks, though? Three. Three different clubs. Alright, forget it. That's yeah. too much. Uh, we did Scareball last week. Um, I just saw a comment that I enjoyed. Scareball is when you um, you face each other and you throw a ball gently and you try not to flinch in any way, shape or form. You can check out last week's podcast to watch live action, yeah. exclusive action, with Scareball for the first time. Ball's not in it. But I just like this. Uh, I like the commitment in the comments, which the people that comment are like, the engagement's amazing. 
Yeah. And, uh, the well, as we said high. many times, the fighting, uh, the, the one for a weekend pod only works with the people that watch it and, and engage in. Exactly. So, what did this guy say about Scareball? I just thought his commitment was incredible. Um, Rich Hawkins went out there and, and looked to play Scareball. Yeah. Um, get out there, you know, get some exercise, get himself having you know healthier life and mind. And you have to throw the ball at someone's face, face and they cannot not react flinch. in any way, not even blink. Right, um, so and we've struggled to do it. And Rich Hawkins went that one step further. He said, "I removed my eyelids to win a game of Scareball, but now I'm in agony and will probably probably." never be loved again so I just thought it deserved a shout out Rich but you know, he'll be there. listening commitments there commitments there indeed do you know what I mean exactly uh, and no one has ever won a game of scareball in the history of its uh, the sport that is true it's impossible it is impossible uh, Liverpool, Chelsea Spurs who's going to finish top four Tottenham and Liverpool Chelsea no chance of Chelsea doing it well, playing it? Liverpool this weekend we've got a little bit of uh, better form uh, since they lost against you, um, they, they, mathematically they can do it, but they're five points behind with three games to go. Um, it's Spurs have West Brom, Leicester, and Newcastle. You should be finishing third. Yes, we should. You should be finishing third. So if we do finish third, is that a good season for Tottenham? Are you happy with Pochettino there? Well, that was yeah. I was a bit, well, yeah. yeah. You just haven't won anything though, have you? Yeah, but that's your obsession. It's not my obsession. It's everyone's obsession. When, when he joined the club. It was, oh, it is, look, it is brilliant. You know, when we joined the club, it, the aim, as in his own words, was to try and bridge the gap between the top four. Who say it finishes? Game. Say it finishes as it ha- as it is now. Who out of the top six can be happy with their season? The top six, the ones that finish in the top four. Simple as that. The, the whole aim is just to get back in the Champions League. I think so, yeah. I mean, that's where the barometer of success is now. Success probably ain't the right word, but the barometer of progress and how well you can build is about that top four and the amount of money is huge amounts of money. Because Sam said uh, for United People's TV that um, Man United should be, shouldn't be happy with this season. But Man United have a history of doing, uh, you know, winning leagues. And I, Look, I, I think to finish second to Man City, that was always going to happen. That's not, that's not bad in the cup, cup final. And there were six last year. Maybe they're just being greedy. Maybe they are. Maybe just. Uh, like, let's know in the comments below. I would be intrigued to know what people think. Like out of out of those guys, who's yeah? Have Man United? I think it's Man United is the one you focus on really because I think if Spurs finish third or even fourth. All right, yeah, I've got another good. quandary for the comments and for you. Okay. If if Liverpool win the Champions League, who's had a better season, Liverpool or Manchester City? If Liverpool, yeah. In terms of um, exceeding expectations, it's Liverpool, isn't it? All day Liverpool. If they win the Champions League, you've got to be annoyed if you're a Man City fan, haven't you? Uh, you accept your medicine. You're, they, they, it's good they, medicine, isn't it? It's quite nice medicine. No, you, it's you, like spent, you spent the money. You spent the money. You did what was expected of you. Well done. You, 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 you played at a par. You spent all that money. You finished top of the league with record points. Brilliant for you. Liverpool have grinded, have fought and tore up the rule book completely. And if they win the, win the Champions League, it would be incredible for them and cast huge shadow over Manchester City and I think that's important for football would you rather win the that said I still want Real Madrid to win would you rather win the Premier League or the Champions League a question goes to you as well Adam Champions League Champions League yeah I think I'd probably rather win the Champions League because Arsenal haven't done it (laughs) that's it yeah I'd love to to win the Premier League but Leicester won the Premier League I mean the Valleys of the Premier League because Leicester won it (laughs) But but you know uh, <laughs> you know if they can do it anyone can do it but but um, 
you know, the Champions League would be, it's like, it's almost a pinnacle, isn't it? What, what do you think? Where do you have more value in the Premier League or the Champions League? No, I'm not sure. Like, I, I, people always go, I think you can spin it, regard, uh, depending on which one you win, people go, but to do it over a 38-game season, yeah. I think there's, there's more, more, there's more romance in, uh, in winning <laughs> the Champions League. It's like the playoffs. If someone said to you, you can have automatic promotion right now, or, or you can go up through the playoffs. Right, you take the playoffs. Of course. Because you get that day out. Buzz, yeah. yeah, you're finishing second. Is Zamora! Remember no... <laughs> that? <laughs> finishing second is nowhere near as good as winning the playoff final. Absolutely not. I've done both of those. And actually, it was on the last game of the season and it was brilliant. But there's a, bit, there's a stronger glow yeah. with winning the league. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, that's a good so, thing. Like, people have to go to QPR fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Fans or fans of championship or whatever. I've fin- my team's finished second in the league. It's won the playoffs. It's lost the playoffs, and it's finished and it's been champions as well. Yeah, the glow of being champions, mate. You wouldn't know because you've never done it. You're not. But that, 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 can we the just, glow? Let me I... finish my point. Let me finish my point. Okay. When we won the league, you've won the league, haven't you? Had? Yeah. You've won the league, of course he has. He's experienced that as a fan. Let me finish. Experienced as a fan. I've experienced that as a fan. You haven't. And it's, I'll tell you what, the glow, it's... You, 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 will, you will never understand that until you win the league. No, you're right. I will never. Right? Fact. But you, you, you won the league. You won promotion. You weren't champions. We were champions. No, you weren't. We won the league. No, you weren't. You, you're not. You're not. You can't be champions. You can't Finish be. Tra- yeah, but it's, the word champions is like you're the champions of that league yeah. of England. Yeah. yeah, correct. No, you can't be the champ. You're in the second tier. We won the championship, but you're not champions. Yeah, we you, were champions. you won promotion. Is what you won. No, we've never no, had to feel that. Second, you get promoted. We've never you, had to you, win promotion because we've never had to. We've never been relegated in my lifetime. So, you know, it's good that you got that. I'm glad you got that over you. Yeah, but oh, it's good you, to be a champion. You're not you, champions. You 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 won promotion. Funny because. You're saying Brentford are champions. Brentford have been champions. Yeah. No, they they won promotion. They won the league. They sold, won a competition which is much shitter than the one we're in. Um, speaking of um, 
Room 69. No, Ian Holloway should go in there, just, just for the record. Because Adam was telling me off camera... He's building something brilliant. Adam was telling me off camera, weren't it? Weren't you, Ed? Yeah. When Brentford played QPR... I was chatting to a few QPR fans in the pub who all to a man fucking hated Ian Holloway. So what, the hate, right, let, personality and the hate is football management. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about him. Just, just pop it on this, pop it on this one for me. So what are they called? Do you have they got names for these people? No. QPR fans generally are idiots. <laughs> football fans. Sing Yeah, football fans are idiots. Um, I'm right, you're wrong. You're deluded if you don't think Ian Holloway is the messiah. So why should Ian Holloway keep his job? Because he's building something, Flav. Don't turn this on me. Add, we had him there. But why should he? Hang on, I've got a nice link there. Speaking job? of ridiculous arguments... Right. Harry Kane. People getting angry at him again. It's ridiculous, for coming it? out For coming out and saying that it was a silly tweet. You're talking... You say coming out, like he's, he's, he's arranged a press conference... <laughs> yeah, yeah, to deal with this oh, issue. Thank you, everyone, like for he coming. Wasn't... Harry would just like to say, say a few words. If he was going to say a few words... So, so Harry, Harry, yeah, 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 leave it there. Uh, Harry, if Harry Kane, should I do my Snapchat story? No, no, uh, no, no, don't, because you know these people get sensitive about it. Yeah, okay. the um, the, the uh, what was so, I saying? Yeah, so he's not, he hasn't arranged a press conference. He's 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 out of his door, and his wife's behind him with the baby, and you know he's going. Kind of, I just need to address something. An interviewer asked him how he felt about it, and he said yeah, it was silly. It was a silly yeah. thing to do. He said, "And and go on, go on, tell us." He said, "The FAA tweet was a it was a silly tweet." Kane said, "We all know that. I talked to the gaffer about it, and all we said was, would other countries do that to their players? Probably not. It is something that has gone two weeks ago now or whatever. I am over it." Uh, the gaffer may have said, "I am sad, but I am focused." Is that true? Did he say he was sad? I'm a guy that gets over things. <laughs> I'll right, stop talking about it. Uh, if it happened, it happened. I move on and look forward to the next game. Yeah. And that's all I worry so, about. So, I mean, how do you? What I find amazing. Yeah. Sorry, on the broader point is that how when I went on Twitter initially it was like this guy's a, this guy's an embarrassment. This guy's a disgrace. Blah blah blah. Still going on about this. Well, first you're still going on about it. Yeah. Secondly, what could he have said to make this go away? Uh, Apart from saying nothing, uh, yeah, and, and bearing in mind these are professional footballers, not politicians who can worm their way out of situations and dis, dis, uh, kind of dispel or find a way of putting out a fight. He's clearly trying to play it down. Yeah, but it, 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 no, but you're 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 suggesting that the people that are saying this about Harry Kane don't have an agenda or, or a reason for, for acting that way. So but, all oh, of the, this is stupid. Do you know what he says as well? He said it's strange. Maybe it's a mentality thing. Is it easier nowadays maybe to banter England players or take the mickey out of the England players so if we don't do well in the World Cup they can then they can write and say we told you so. Yeah, yeah. That, mate, and I'm... Yeah. I'm I, I know you. believer in Yeah, that. you are. And uh, look, firstly, let's not put too much importance on people on Twitter and what people are saying on Twitter. Who gives a shit? Like the platforms are... James se- the, the platforms are absolute ses- cesspit. <laughs> Um, frequented by so many scumbags it's unreal so look it doesn't matter that's fine I don't have an issue with um, I don't even really care about the tweet really in, in the first instance I don't care about it at, at all and it doesn't really bother me whether Kane's affected by it either I think in this instance though what you're asking is that he was asked a question and he, he probably should have said like, it's, it's, it's not a problem like, let's just move on there's no issue it's just the ag of it I just find but, it bizarre like, but chill he does, chill out. he does have a wider point in that we've got a huge issue and we have had before social media for decades of throwing our national team under the bus and almost willfully 
um, encouraging the, the destruction or the failure. You know, we we are going to fail in this World Cup, and and there's a lot of reasons. What's failure? For it. What's winning and what's failure? Uh, like, is it is it like either you win it or you're a failure? Is that no, how it works? I, I think people, you know, a a valiant defeat in the quarterfinals would probably be enough. Yeah, but. Um, you know, you look at the. You, has there been an English manager who's ever been in that job that hasn't left it a complete joke in the eyes of the press in history, apart from Venables Ram, Ramsey? Who? Alf Ramsey. Oh, right. <laughs> you forgot his name, did you? Well, I said Ramsey. No, you said, you who, said Ram. I said Alf. No, 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 you were looking at me like you'd forgotten it. You'd done one. You know when you forget that. Oh yeah, the panic. No, yeah. no, no, it wasn't yeah. that one. Yeah, Venables uh, maybe. But but because he exceeded expectations. Yeah, um, you know it, it, it's a terrible job, a horrible job, and Southgate will be made to look a fool again. Um, and yeah. you know there's a wider culture here, and ultimately most most fans of most clubs don't really care about England. You know they care first about their own players. And again, going back to Liverpool. Uh, um, yeah, Liverpool Football Club is. I remember a, a moment right where, firstly, they say that they're not English; they're Scouse. So you're right, fair enough. But if they don't support England, whatever. But when Suarez scored against England for Uruguay, I had them on WhatsApp cheering. They're English. One of their players scored against their country, and they cheered because. Oh, what I'm going to do is remove myself from the pain I'm actually feeling because they yeah. do give a shit and I'm going to back this player who's just scored against us scumbag as well so you know that, all of that stuff all that counts in all that, that, that adds up to it in that, in that little rant there you, you said you, you put Liverpool Football Club in a WhatsApp group there <laughs> I'm not sure it is totally about Liverpool it's whoever's in this WhatsApp group that you're talking about they are Liverpool fans okay. but they're not all Liverpool fans they all live. Okay. It's time for a new bit. It's called Initial Reactions. Initial Reactions. Initial Reactions. James has got a new bit called Initial Reactions. That's a terrible jingle. I'll work on it. Uh, still to come, Souls Lost in Battle, uh, with some epic new music as well, which I'll explain in a sec. And Birds and that, yeah. And Flames Advice. Still loads to come. Right, quickly, let's do Initial Reactions. Go on. What I'm going to do is, I've written down a list of different bits and pieces. Uh, don't look at them. Oh. I want you to just clear your mind. Yeah. Just clear your mind now. Uh, Close your eyes, maybe. don't know. Um, yeah, keep yourself calm. Imagine you've just like you've just done a big session at the gym. <laughs> Got home, I have. You're feeling relaxed, and uh, you're just letting your mind wander. And I'm going to say some footballing words, and I just want you to let me know your thoughts on those things. Go on, then. Okay, Bovril. The North. <laughs> Is it word association? Is that what we're doing? Whatever you want it to be. Mate. Uh, Bovril. Um... I always liked Bovril. I liked the idea of it, especially at football and and, and the cold, you know, winter nights in, in football. My brothers would have a Bovril, and um, I couldn't because it's got beef in it and vegetarian. <laughs> I always looked on it enviously. Well, that would be a lovely cup of Bovril. <laughs> it's a mark of a time gone past as well. All right, yeah, keep it down to a sentence. All right, sorry. World Cup '98. First thought. First thought. Ronaldo in the final, being <coughs> being sick and the big controversy yeah. around Nike. Did they make him play? Gerard Julia. It looks like a fish. <laughs> El Has Juice. Uh, spitty bastard. Yeah. Tony Cotty. Underrated. <laughs> <laughs> Scored some great goals <laughs> for Everton and West Ham. Anders Limpar. Um, horror. Horror. Absolute horror. You know, at a time when Liv- uh, Arsenal were very good under George Graham, Spurs, again, just called, caused me kittens. Um, another one. Another one who shouldn't have. But did it terrified me? Ray Parler. Every time we got the ball, I was really? like, "Oh, we're, we're, we're done. We're done." Yeah. Uh, Cameroon. 
First four. Roger Miller. Yeah. Gary Lineker, first four. Shitting on the pitch. <laughs> Roma, first four. Right. Nothing. Right. Complete blank. And Sergio Ramos. Oh, scumbag. Yeah. Utter garbage. Uh, great, great, great antagonist knows exactly what he's doing, but uh, detestable footballer. Okay. Uh, let's see. Is that going to make it back next week? Probably not. Right. Let's know. Probably not, Ayad. Probably not. Yeah, it's poor, wasn't it? Just thought, but you've got to try these things. You've got to try these things. That's what it's about. Yeah. If you think, look, if we hadn't tried Soldiers Lost in Battle, we'd about to talk about now. Honestly, I'm not the best person. I'm not quick. Maybe you should do it for you, because you are quite... You're, you're, you're I'm quite, very talented. Not just talented. You are talented. You're oh, super, talented. You are super talented. But you're also very quick. Quick on the mark. You know, Sometimes you make jokes in the office I don't get. I pretend to get. And then I'll explain it to you. No. And then you go, yeah, this no. guy's hilarious. No. Then I'm really no, I, I, I have to think about what you've said for about 10 seconds, then it comes to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. First of all, Antonio Giusti. Remember the name. He will soon be a famous composer. Because this guy, regular in the comments, he's an OG of one for the weekend, and the guy's a legend. Got in touch and he said, I've got, I could make some music for you for Soldier Lost in Battle. I said, I said, Antonio, I said, I'd love that. And he's only gone and done it. It took so, you ages, though. It took you bloody he ages. He had assessments. He had assessments. All right. So we've yeah, got. But if you promise something, like do it quickly. I mean, like I don't want to have to wait around for this stuff. He mentioned doing this how long ago? What? Five, six weeks ago. Longer yeah. than that, maybe. Yeah, it's it ages. Got all excited. Then I was like, oh, so what? You're not going to thank him then? What's his name? Antonio. Thank you very much, Antonio. Okay. It's, very, it's really good as well. Better yeah. than the actual original music. Very true. I'm just going to put my feet up. Okay. Um, don't take shoes off because people got angry in the comments. Your smelly feet. Uh, that's ridiculous thing it was on YouTube they didn't know where my feet smell that shows how many feet are so uh, Soldiers Lost in Battle Um, this (coughs) this is something we're doing the whole season as Flav said at the start of the podcast we talk about um, people sending their stories and you can do that in the comments below of how you miss the football how you ripped away from your beloved club one story has has gripped our community yes and it was from uh, Boy the Boyer the Boy who uh, his actual name is Mark is that right? Yes. And uh, he basically told the story of how he went to um, the UEFA Cup final, Celtic versus Porto. Tens of thousands of people there. Yeah. Three of his mates. Three of his mates were there. All had tickets. And uh, long story short, a villainous fiend by the name of, only of White Teeth, because they never got his name. White Teeth. Stayed at their flat that they were staying and stole their tickets. Yeah. Well, what, or you missed some crucial stuff here. Right. Well, you do that. Well, basically, what they they met they met this guy in a bar, and he was very charismatic. He had like slick back hair, tan skin, pearly white teeth, as you'd imagine, and tattoos. Very charismatic, and they you know as you do on football away trips, you kind of meet these people and they become your friends for twenty four hours. Anyway, you end up staying at their house, um, and then they woke up in the morning, the day of the game, to find that they were locked in their bedroom. And he'd and stolen the tickets. The tickets were gone. But the crucial bit you met, you missed, didn't include, is that not only did they miss the game, not only did they have to listen to the game on Spanish radio, but his friend also had to do a poo in the bin bag and wipe his arse with a sock. Davy. And Davy had to, and he's, uh, he had to bear witness to all of that. Yeah. So, uh, so he is... And they never saw White Teeth again. Wow. Or so, at the end of that story that he put in the comments, he said... Uh, there is a sequel. We did meet White Teeth again. And he's, he's kindly written the story for us. 
And uh, there's going to have to be a few parts to it. Three, three parts. parts. We've got three more episodes of this season. So it's perfect. And it feels right, especially with the new music that we've got as well. And so this is the initial part of it. And this, reading it, feels a bit like a Netflix series where you've got like, first bit, you're like, wow. S- second bit, you've just got to get through that because the end bit, fucking amazing. Anyway, here we go. The sequel to, to White, White Teeth. Teeth. This is nice. Yeah. I entered... Actually... I entered the room, breaking into a natural smile as my foot crossed the threshold. Mary, noticing me, tried to reciprocate, but faltered. The creases at the corner of her mouth turned upwards, but before the smile could span out across the rest of her face, she broke off, muffling tears and looking deliberately away from me. Responding to this, Dan approached me, looking at me with half a smile, and then his eyes fell to the floor. They've given him two weeks, son, at best. What? I responded, with the tea from the what falling away as my mouth struggled to formulate the simplest word, leaving me saying something more akin to, what? Two weeks, Dan reiterated, as the tears began to gather in the corners of his eyes. They say it's much more aggressive than they originally thought, and it spread. I exhaled in disbelieving derision. They said he'd have a couple of years at least, that they'd caught it early enough. Mary's whimper raised to a howl as I recounted our dashed expectations. Dan wiped his reddening eyes with the cuff of his shirt. Sorry, I've got to understand it. I know, I know, they've got it wrong. They've got it wrong. Dan broke off and turned away in silent sobbing. Disbelief had turned to dumbstruck and I stood there in silence in the hospital waiting room as Davy's parents cried for the cruelly curtailed life of their son. This was 2010, seven years after the events of the original soldiers lost in battle. Grief consumed my body, sadness uh, enveloped my soul, and every utterance I tried to muster collapsed upon the ridges of my tongue. It took me ten minutes and all my effort to collect myself, but I did. I straightened myself up, wiped my eyes, steadied my chin, and went in to see Davy. I entered the room and Davy snapped, I'm literally fucking dying here, and you still managed to show up bloody late. Davy burst out laughing, and for the first time since I'd entered the room, I felt a weight lift off my shoulders, and I laughed. We talked for hours, recounting past glories, humbling humiliations, and the many good and joyous times which had shaped our friendship. Conversation eventually turned to that fateful day seven years ago in Seville. The passing of time hadn't fully abated the anger. The the disappointment had minorly um, diminished, but the hate figure still burned in our collective consciousness. White teeth! I so wished we'd seen that prick again, mourned Davy, as we finished sharing our memories. I straightened up in my seat, the mere mention of his name hardening my posture. I know, but it's been so long. Would we recognise him? What could you even do? I said quizzically. I know what I'd fucking do, Davy replied. Actually, he carried on. If you ever... Oh, he said, actually, if you ever do see that marble-toothed prick again, promise me you'll knock the thieving bastard out. We both burst out laughing. I had never punched someone in my life, and although the proposition was tempting, it wasn't really my style. It was said with tongue firmly in cheek, but the way the traces of moisture upon Davy's soft brown eyes flickered against the backdrop of dying embers of youthful life meant the request stayed with me long after the laughter had faded. And another thing, he continued, as if getting a few last gripes off his chest, pull your fucking finger out and ask Anna out. It's just getting sad, the way you look at her, with that creepy yearning. I will do, mate, I will, I replied with a sorrowful smile. 
We parted company and I left the hospital unsure if I'd ever see my best friend again. I wouldn't. Davy died three days later in his sleep. Even before Davy's request, I couldn't shake the experience with white teeth. Justice eluded me and the unfairness drove suspicion. The combination, combination of time and alcohol-laden meeting, meeting meant that I couldn't really remember what he looked like with any precision. More just his general look and those character-defining teeth. The animosity hadn't left. I despised him for what he'd done. One of your own, a fellow fan of the club. I love screwing you over. But how does one hate a memory? The rage had evaporated into a kind of ethereal menace, re-emerging as a dark cloud over me whenever I came across someone... I knew I disliked. If I met someone with prominent gleaming teeth, I instantly started wondering if it was him. The face was hazy, but the teeth, they pierced my mist-like memory. In the intervening years, it had become somewhat fashionable to wield ceramic tiles to the front of your grill. So, uh, so the feature was less distinguishing. That didn't stop me scanning intently anyone who matched his build height and pervasive teeth. I could have sworn I'd seen him a few times, but each time I didn't, it didn't feel right. The aura wasn't the same. It just wasn't him. I eventually reconciled to the fact that I was torturing myself unnecessarily. I had made a monster of the memory and no being, villainous or otherwise, could match up to the Lucifer that had latched to the tendrils of my mind. <laughs> he had done what he'd done and got away with it. Davy's words could ring, the rage could burn, but it was done. He had won, or so I thought. The 22nd of November 2014, the day of John's 30th birthday. So John was the third guy, yes. remember? The, one that the guy pulled. who didn't come back who pulled. And the second most tortuous of my life. John told me he was having a big party. He had hired out a function suite. And most importantly of all, Anna was going to be there. Be there. Anna. What to say about Anna? I could invoke the cliche nausea of the one, but that would not do this girl justice. Her beauty and appearance and allure was only matched by the intricacies of her mesmeric character and elegantly seductive soul. Anna was the girl who I think most men come across in their life. The one that is a friend of a friend, orbiting your social circle and you hers. All the while knowing neither the twain shall meet. Stolen glances shared, awkward smile, talk stomached, the sheer electricity charging through your, your very being when you catch her warm smile. She was perennially in relationships, but not because she had to be. Uh, people didn't do casual with this girl. I didn't do casual with this girl, and I was only with her in my mind. We had opportunities, chances, and static connection faltering upon my failing courage. I always bottled it, part cowardice, part selfishness, for I knew after, after her there would be no other. She was the silverware to my spurs, forever destined to watch her carried away in another man's arms. Worse than that, like Spurs, I developed some perverse, fateful romanticism that it was better this way, a nobility in my longing. But at the party, I had decided this was going to be the moment. Too long had I lingered in the retreating realm of what if. I'd heed Davy's instruction. I would make my move. I'd drunk enough, but not too much. I'd recited my lines. I was ready. Anna arrived, and my spirit soared. But she was with another man. No! He entered two paces behind her and smiled as he gazed at her revealing teeth so large and gleaming and my breath caught in my throat end of part one no 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 this is insane fucking mental this is not true it can't be true mate I've 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 exchanged suits since reading the whole thing and it is definitely true 
Fucking hell. That, honestly, when you said, when you talked about I nearly world up in, on the thing, I was ready to go. Yeah. Davey! R.I.P. Yeah, man. Fucking Davey. Davey! Man. Oh, mate. Heartbreaking, man. Anna! Yeah. Part one, done. Uh, oh, fuck. Join us next week. Can I read the, the rest of it? No. It's better this way. It man. is better. Are you really? Well, 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 it is well. Thanks. Mate, this guy's a wordsmith as well. It's not even a joke. He's fucking mate, good. he's so good. Uh, incredible. Let's know your thoughts on part one. Ad? Well, there's two more parts. Two more parts. Because I was about to go, I know, I can see the twist, I know what's going to happen. And then it actually did. Before I didn't I... see that coming. You didn't see that coming? That hit me like a train. <laughs> Mate, the, that's for seeing. When I was on the, I was on the train, uh, when I was reading the first bit, I was just like, wow, like, it's proper hitting me. Incredible. Oh, um, right. So yeah, part two and part three, still to come. Uh, let's, let's, bit of a gear change. Need a breather now. Birds and that, Adam. Here we go. Oh, no. Here we go. So excited. You're surely inspired by that story. You know, there's a guy, he wants this Anna I girl. Mean, I wish that woman was in my life. Oh, that's lovely. What do you mean? You, you, you're sick of the flippant. Yeah, not enough. Yeah, not <laughs> Did you go in a little there? <laughs> in the middle of a podcast, I keep talking. <laughs> What's the latest? What's the latest? I'm sorry to say there is no update. But no, that's fine. This is fine. Like, let him let him be who he wants to be. We don't, he can't hey. he can't go out on full blown dates, hours of his life, and spending money for a five minute segment of a podcast each I'm, week. I'm, just, I'm in a quiet phase at the moment. Are you enjoying it? Are you enjoying your quiet phase? It's fine. I'm just, I'm not really thinking about don't, it. Don't think about that's it. That's when she turns up. That's when she turns up. What I will say is up. this, I've done a bit of work on this, looking mm. at there, apparently there are four reasons why you might not be finding the one. Okay. Or someone that you can share. Is this on the internet? It was on the internet, yeah. Okay, go on. Everything's on the internet. Isn't yeah, yeah. So first up, that, Let's just. I think all. let's just zone in on something here, Adam. Just right. maybe a bit of self-reflection if you're not going to be out there getting dates. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Right. First up, is it your attitude? Okay. Potentially. Jack Knowles, founder of dating app Tempter, says that many single people that he encounters seem to carry a typical "woe is my attitude" when it comes to explaining to friends and family members the reason behind why they haven't yet found the one. Is that is that any connection um, there? I not feeling think- that. I have high standards. Is that what you mean? Well, wow. which high leads standards. me on perfectly. I'm to, very, very picky. So this is the second one. You're too picky. What? Lucy Jones, relationship expert at. Do you want to talk? Just quickly. What's What's the most vacuous reason why you haven't seen a, a, a girl again? What do you mean the most vacuous? Well, what's you said you're pick. Yeah. Uh, what's obvious. it? What? You, you don't think they're hot? Oh, yeah, but what about it? Because I, I went out. I once went out with a girl when I was uh, a second girlfriend. And when she spoke, the end of her nose went like that. I, I used to go with a girl like that. And that really annoyed you. Intensely. You want my worst one, which yeah. I, I feel bad even saying this. Yeah. I went on a few dates with one girl, and she was quite cool. I liked her. Um, and we got on quite well, but her breath stank. Oh, dear. Well, that's, I mean, that's... That's a good one. I feel bad saying that. But no, but... Just, you know. I just couldn't bear it. Yeah, you've got to be around that mouth a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was her name? <laughs> no, I don't. No, don't. Um... Okay, possibly yes. you, you're too picky then. Uh, I have Did a you type. Say Jess. Jess. Don't say her name. <laughs> that wasn't her actual name though, was it? <laughs> um, I have a type. Do you have a type? Mm, not, not particularly, no. Okay. Well, Lucy Jones says that buffet, uh, buffet, that dating is a buffet. The best way to build your preferences is to sample everything on offer. Hmm. How do you get on with that? I did pretty much. <laughs> and uh, maybe is it the last one? You haven't let go of an ex. Your future relationships are affected by a wide range of things, 
your connection to your ex is one of the most impactful. Interesting. I don't think it's that. You don't think it's that? Mm. Okay. Good. So you're too picky. Essentially, we figured it out. I feel like we've got something. There you go. Too picky. But how do you stop being picky? That's the problem. Is it you like... Uh, do you know what it is? So you just remain picky. No, you become you, you become more mature. That's what it is. You're a bit immature. I think someone you someone look, you look past the. You stop seeing that stuff as important. I think people burst through your the, the pickiness. You, I I found that I was ultra picky when I was younger, and then I. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I just fell in love. <laughs> fell in love, and then when you're in love, everything's beautiful about that person. Totally. God, yeah. Three cheers for your missus, eh? Hip hip. Hooray! Hip hip. Hooray! Hip hip. Hooray! One for luck. Love you, Hip hip. Hooray! Questions for flames. What am I Did we just do hip hip hooray for my girlfriend? And I looked across at Adam and he was actually very funny. up and send it to her she'd be like what the fuck are you doing at work you get paid to do this shit hip hip hooray Jesus uh, Christ people don't know I cry when I laugh people don't know that will they right uh, question for Flames last bit of the podcast and some people's favourites Joe mm. Robinson don't worry mate don't forget you last week Flav couldn't be asked to answer your question but we'll give it a go I'm at the week. end of my tether right now actually oh. but carry on um, it's going to be like the Clint Hill story um, hi guys love I love all your podcasts and have watched them every week. Oh, God bless you, Joe. Sorry. Yeah. I was wondering if you could give me some advice uh, for the flame section. There is, um, there is a girl who's lived across the road from me for about three years. She's in my year at high school. <laughs> for the first two years, we were pretty good friends and talked most days for a couple of minutes while we waited for the bus uh, that took us to school. Mm. This year, we have become really close and I've started having stronger feelings for her. Mm. I think she might like me too, but I'm not sure. About three months ago, I was diagnosed with anxiety and I am petrified to tell her how I feel in case she doesn't feel the same way about me. Should I just man up and tell her how I feel or wait? Um, Thanks. Firstly, the word man up, don't ever use that word. There's no such thing as manning up. All right? You're not... You're not less of a man because you feel anxious about that so don't ever tell yourself that totally true um, uh, but it is your the reason why you're feeling anxious about this scenario isn't because you suffer from anxiety because it's a genuinely frightening thing to do when you're young yeah um, especially when the jeopardy the, the huge amounts of jeopardy involved because you don't get the girl if she says no and that's you, true and you're scared of losing what's just out of reach at the moment you're almost like that's you're safer this side of it than it being yeah, gone yeah so you that's all that's a reasonable reason but you you can't do anything but be honest and say you know do you fancy getting a you can't buy a drink do you know what I found I found the minute I became able able to look old enough to get a drink in a bar it was a lot easier so get a because everyone's drunk let's go and get a drink oh right yeah, just go and get a drink like, what, what do you do when, you, when you're that age I, I, do you want to go to cinema and go into a room where you can't talk to each other. Is that what you do? I don't know. Um, My advice would be, I think I would totally tell her how you feel. Yep. I would think about what you want to say. Yep. Um, but don't get bogged down in it. And then, because I promise you, you'll feel better afterwards. Regardless. Because even if it's, even if she's not keen and she just wants to be friends, yep. then you're one step closer to meeting someone that yeah. likes you back and, and you get get all of that. So, yeah. you'll feel a, that anxiety that you're feeling, You that will... That will go away somewhat 
just by having the information of knowing if they like you or not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And make but, a you know, but you just got sometimes this is part of being young and, and uh, dealing with this sort of stuff. Is unfortunately sometimes you just got to take take the leap and see what happens. Just On a wider note, though, Joe. If, uh, if you've sorted your anxiety out, that's great. But if you haven't, um, follow me on Twitter at Flav underscore Bateman. I know an amazing bit of therapy that really works for anxiety. That's true. And I can recommend you to someone. And yeah, you recommended it to one of my friends who I think enjoyed it. Oh, really? Yeah. It really works. I've done it myself. It's really good. Uh, Masal S. Uh, last question. Um, hi, lads. So here's the deal. I got matched with this. Is one for you, Adam. Get involved on this one. I got matched with this girl on Tinder last year around October, maybe. We are t- we text every day for the um, past six months. I absolutely adore her, and she likes me um, too really much. Brackets, I hope. I think we really have something going on here. Like, really, really. Good. Trouble is, she lives in a different country. She's only 50 miles away, around 70 kilometres. <laughs> Thanks. But I need a passport to visit her. We have a plan to go to go live in Norway after she finishes uh, her uni, but that's two or three years away. She will go back to uni this year, and I'm afraid that she's going to find someone there. She's fucking gorgeous, plus she's bisexual, so more playing field, I guess. We haven't met yet. But I'm planning to visit her in August. What should I do? Should I continue with this as long as we can or not? God, there's a lot there. Uh, it feel, feels a bit weird that they haven't met to me and to be so into her. You don't know what, nah. what the chemistry will be like. That isn't, that is, that isn't, that actually not me, that the kind of, the way people communicate through the internet. I think I, I've known of a lot of people, I know people that actually had, had full-blown relationships with people they hadn't met and then met up and got married. Right. Yeah, I know two people that end up doing that Fair and moving to the other uh, side of the world. Wait, isn't that what you're doing all the time? Me? Mm. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you talk to me and for a couple you, of days. And then you, right, right, right. But yeah, yeah. I, I think you put more into it. when you're when it's words on a screen. You put more into it and read much more into it, so you can develop okay. fear. It's, it's common. It's I'm, common. But you're right. The nuances of tone and stuff is a, that's a massive part of it, isn't mm. it? Like yeah. I don't. Like, me and my wife, like we don't talk a huge amount. We just kind of like. Not. It's it's other stuff. It's sort of we're very tactile to well, each you other. You just go in and just talk. Get Silly, off mate. Yeah, don't talk. Just get just, off. Yeah, snog, snogging. Uh, she might be a, she might have bad breath. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to, to advise you. I, I think try and meet her. Yeah. before you do anything. Make like, big calls. Make yeah. big it's fifty miles. Ain't that much. No, I mean, no, my my, my, my missus lives. It's like here to Milton Keynes or something. Yeah, yeah. My missus lives in Wiltshire, and I see her every weekend, and it's further away. It's hundred miles away. So. I mean, I don't know what... Have you not got a passport? Is that the problem? So I, don't wait around like a year or two. And the bisexual yeah, I mean, thing, I'm not sure what that what that's about. I think he's in his head that he's thinking about some sort of... He thinks that's hot. I mean, no, it is hot, but I'm sure... I'm thinking you think about, that's hot? What, who doesn't think that's hot? Of course it's hot. I think it's... By the by. Weird. No pants. I mean, it's hot for us, isn't it? Like for bisexual. Are you saying you're bisexual? I'm saying that me and you, on film, yeah, you know, be hot for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, but we don't, give, you know, we let them reap the lives. <laughs> I, I, I go, I go into relationships. And I'm bisexual, just so you know, hoping that they find it hot. I'm not, but you know, they might find it hot. Why isn't the same? <laughs> so you use everything, haven't you? Why, oh, okay. you sometimes, yeah. the... sometimes I go, up to, I, I used to go up to go and I go, I'm a postman because they might find that hot. That's what I'm saying. The, the, the bisexual thing means nothing. You saying I'm a postman, or you saying you're bisexual, there's no difference in that. So why does it work when girls say it? That's a good point. Why doesn't it work when I say it? Imagine a female postman. 
That was Flames. Flames yeah. advice. Sorry, mate, we didn't help you there, but let's, uh, just look, go and meet her. Go and meet her. Have, have go and meet her before you make happens. a big call on it, I think. Definitely. Uh, I don't want to put horrible things in your head as well, but to, to two to three years at university for a bisexual girl is... <laughs> it doesn't matter she's bisexual. Well, it means that there's a whole lot of people that could potentially... And she's at uni, and people are very free-spirited at uni. <laughs> you know, you can imagine... You're not helping him. Things might happen. It's so, it's cruel. Yeah, this is cruel. What, you don't think... He that, knows this. I, I, do you know, I, is it... It's I, not cruel, is, is it? No, you're, you're, you're... No, no, you're, saying... You don't know what her character's like. Just because I'm not she's bisexual doesn't mean she's a nymph. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I don't mean that. <laughs> That's not what you're... <laughs> uh, Look, I think, ultimately, the odds are against pair of you but if you like each other then continue but you should you need to meet up with each other yeah meet up meet up have a good time for a weekend just meet up (laughs) have a few drinks and explore (laughs) yeah just yeah just the two of you though at at this stage definitely (laughs) that's been one for the weekend podcast thank Uh, you very much thank you very much Uh, sponsored by Fan League links in the description go check that out just before we end there was no no twinkles this week you might have noticed Uh, you can't go to twinkles every weekend you become one of them sad cases that are just in the same club every single time chatting up birds sometimes taking them home sometimes going home you haven't it yeah you don't we don't want to be one of those we can't visit twinkles every week is what we're saying okay there you go uh, hit subscribe let us know your thoughts only two podcasts left so show some love we'll see you soon I'm going to miss this Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.